I'd like to thank KTMS 990 and Montecito Bank and Trust for making Scam Squad possible. I'm Patty Teal. And I'm Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson. Scam Squad is up next. Sound off. One, two. Sound off. Three, four. One, two, three, four. Scam Squad. Welcome to Scam Squad. I'm your host, Patty Teal, here as usual with Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson with some important warnings for us. Hi, Patty. Well, I want to talk a little bit about gift cards today because, as we know, everybody loves gift cards and especially the scammers. Yeah, you know, we've talked a lot about gift cards, uh, you know, in the past year. I know a lot of people like to be paid in gift cards, but we know that when someone asks you to pay them with a gift card, it's a big red flag that you're in the clutches of a scammer. Very true. And we know that no government agency or institution like a bank or a legitimate business will ever, ever ask you to pay for something by gift card. So it is a big red flag. Yeah, you know, and once you give them the code on the back of the gift card, that money can be gone fairly quickly. That's right. They can redeem them remotely. And as you say, then the money is gone. So there's another way that scammers use gift cards in their scam, and that is draining the gift card balances. Now, Vicki, does that mean that you buy a gift card only to find out that it has no value? Unfortunately, yes. And according to a survey done by AARP in 2022, one in every four adults said they had given or received a gift card that turned out to have no value to it. So that's one in four adults. Wow. So just how do scammers drain the money off of a gift card? Well, that's kind of interesting in a number of ways. One trick is for the thieves to actually go into the stores and surreptitiously take a gift card off of the rack, scratch off the film strip on the, on the back to get the PIN number, which they then can cover up with a replacement sticker, which apparently is very easy to get. So the scammer then enters the card numbers and the pins into a computer program that repeatedly checks the retailer's website and lets the scammer know when somebody buys and loads that particular card. So the crook then takes the money off of that card quickly before the buyer of the gift card has a chance to use it. Well, Vicki, I do not want to compliment a scammer in any way, but they certainly can be ingenious. I'll give them that. I know. It's really, I mean, they're using computers to do this. So another example is the phony giveaway. If you get an email or a text, supposedly from a familiar store or an organization, saying that you've won a gift card, be careful. And apparently to claim it, all you have to do is provide contact information and answer a few survey questions. And you should always be careful of survey questions. So you are supposed to go to this website, answer the survey questions. And when you do that, of course, the scammers will install malware on your computer and use your data for identity theft or to sell it to other scammers. Well, you know, Vicki, I get so many of these types of emails and texts. I mean, on a daily basis, it seems like once you get on one list, it just, they just keep coming. And I don't click on the links, but sometimes I'm tempted because it looks like you have a great deal of money coming. 
But clearly the scammers have become experts at using computers for these nefarious purposes. How can we protect ourselves from these kinds of scams? Well, there are a couple of ways. So first of all, purchase the cards directly from the business that issued them, preferably by ordering them online. Because as I mentioned, cards on store racks can be tampered with. And if you do buy a card in a store, examine the card to see if it has been tampered with. And if possible, purchase cards that are kept behind the counter and not out on a rack. If you find out that your card has been used, call the retailer right away to see if any money is left on the card. And if you have that option, register your card with the retailer. Apparently some retailers allow you to do this. This makes it easier to track. And if the caller claims to be from a government agency, from a tech company, from a utility or other business, and asks you to pay for something with a gift card, just hang up and also delete any unsolicited email or text messages offering you a gift card. Yes, and that's what I was talking about. And they are so tempting sometimes because you just think, could it be real? And I often look at the URL and see that it's not from the company itself. And that is also a tip too. Very smart. That's exactly what we should all Yes, and we've given the warnings about gift cards so many times, but obviously... They're still being used by scammers, or we wouldn't be having this episode. Absolutely. And I have something else I wanted to talk about that just came across my my, uh, email. And this came from a judge here in Santa Barbara County who got this message from supposedly PayPal. And we've talked before about PayPal scams. Well, I've never actually seen what they look like. So he sent me this email message saying, should I give them my social security number? Clearly, (laughs) clearly trying to be funny, but it looks very legitimate. And here's what it says. It says, greetings, customer. You sent a payment of $456.29 United States dollars to Bitcoin exchange. This charge will appear on your PayPal credit card statement within 24 to 48 hours. In case of credit, it might show up on your next billing cycle. So in other words, they're telling you you're going to get billed for this amount of money. And then it has the bill receipt number. It has the invoice number. It has product details, product name, Bitcoin, as an order number, a date, on and on, uh, the quantity you purchase, the total amount, the payment method online, payment status, processing. So all of this information looks very, very legitimate, like it did come from PayPal. And then, of course, here's the kicker. If you believe there is an error in this transaction, or you have any questions regarding this order, please visit your PayPal account billing section or get in touch with our billing team. And then conveniently, at the very bottom, it says, for any assistance, please call, and it gives a phone number. And it has something else on here, which I thought was kind of interesting, given that this is a scam. It says, shop with confidence. We keep your financial information secure. (laughs) So, oh, thank you. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. They (laughs) just don't mess a beat. Yeah. But again, this was a very legitimate looking email with lots of detail 
lending the air of legitimacy to it. Well, it does because it gives you the option to go into your own PayPal account, which of course would let you know there was nothing there. But then of course, who wouldn't rather talk to a live person? And you know, it's so much more effective usually unless you're calling the scammer, of course. Right. And it's easier to just pick up the phone and call this phone number than have to go right. through and find your account and all of that. Mm-hmm. So um, anyway, we've I've, I've heard a lot about these PayPal scams. I've never actually seen what they look like. So I was I thought this was interesting. I thought it was important to share it with our listeners. Yeah, and Vicky, we could cross out any name that might be on it, but it would maybe be good for us to post on it on our YouTube channel. It might here's what your PayPal scam might look like. So if That's you send right. that to me, I'll try to post that. I could do that. Thanks, Pat. Okay. Thank you. I do have some good news, and this has to do with the ever-present grandparent scam, which just seems to never, ever, ever go away. Kind of like gift cards. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is from New York, and the New York police got involved with this particular case. A resident in New Rochelle got a phone call from somebody claiming to be a friend in jail who needed money for bail. And the resident, of course, then received a phone call from somebody saying they were from the public defender's office, so assumedly this person's attorney, saying they needed bail money of $15,000. So the would-be victim did something very smart. Instead of panicking and sending the money, they called the police, and the police set up a sting because the defendant made the mistake of saying that he was going to pick up this money in person. And again, we know that this is the new manifestation of this particular scam, is Mm -hmm. that the scammer agrees to come to your house or offers to come to your house and pick up the money. And in this case, the scammer made that very serious mistake. And of course, guess who was waiting for him at the house? That would be the New Rochelle Police Department. So he is getting charged, of course, with theft and uh, other things. And the Federal Trade Commission did put a note on this. This came from the Federal Trade Commission, and they did give some warnings. And they said to do this, resist the urge to act immediately, no matter how dramatic the story is. We've talked about this. Don't act from your emotion. Mm -hmm. Try and take a beat, try and take a pause, and act from your rational mind. Verify the caller's identity, and you can do that by asking questions that a stranger couldn't possibly know. Also, call the phone number of this family friend or your grandson or whoever this person is claiming to be and verify that it really is them, and you'll find out that it really is not. And then don't send cash, gift cards, money transfers, because once the scammer gets those things, the money is gone. And also contact your local police, because they might be able to help you verify the authenticities of the call. Right. And I don't know if you would normally recommend having them come to your house. In this case, the police acted quickly and were in on it. So it was great, but I would hate to have them come to your house without the police there. Absolutely. I would not do that. Yeah. (laughs) Good advice. So Vicki, we have a fraud hotline and you answer the calls that you get if people have questions about a scam or a near scam. And we also invite people to be on Scam Squad to share their story to warn others. Could you give us that number? Absolutely. It's area code 805 568 2442. And again, 805 568 
2442. Yeah. And if you're watching on YouTube, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any of these important warnings. Take care, Vicki. Thanks, Patty. Bye. Bye. -bye.